Welcome to The Conscious Investor. Let's get started. excited to have my friend and amazing, exceptional human being with me on The Conscious Investor today, Angel Williams. It's been like so overdue to have you on The Conscious Investor. She's out there crushing things, building this amazing platform, like cultivating community in her art, you know, REI rocks. Um, actually, that's how I always look it up. But she's she has this amazing Facebook group, amazing LinkedIn presence, and just is such a giver and creates these amazing um, spring and fall events where you can go and learn. You're just amazing and you're, you're crushing it, doing amazing things and absolute inspiration. So Angel, Welcome. Welcome to The Conscious Investor. Thank you. (laughs) I'm actually really excited that it's taken this long, like that I didn't book you earlier this year because I feel like The Conscious Investor is more like exactly where you need it to be. And so all things work out. Yeah, I I believe that too. Things happen for a reason. (laughs) That's right. Well, Angel, you know, in this first segment, we always like to talk about who, who are you? I mean, I can say all of these things about you because I've gotten to know you over the last year and a half, and I have just been amazed and your authenticity just paves this amazing way before you in every part of your life. So like, what, what is it like, not what, but who, who are you? Where do you live? What's life like? How'd you get to where you're at now? Cause you've had some transitions. Oh yeah. So, um, we are currently in North Texas. Um, so like, actually, like, where are we? Um, when it comes to like, where are we in our journey? Um, sure. That's more of like, we started out residential. So we bought our first house in 2003. And my husband and I never even discussed it. We just knew that was going to be our first rental. There was not some big, long conversation. There wasn't some fight where one of us wanted it and the other one didn't. Because we both grew up in families invested in real estate. So we bought our first house saying, oh yeah, this will be our first rental. (laughs) So um, when he finished up his doctorate and we moved to where his first job would be, it became our first rental. And then um, since single family homes was what we knew, we bought some more here where we are now. So now we're up to five single family homes. Um, And then we've got a little bit of residential multifamily back where he's from, from Waco, and so we've got a quad and a couple of duplexes that's um, in like a family partnership there. And then we branched out. We were like, what the heck? Why not? Let's get into oil and gas. And so <laughs> we, <changed, laughs> we live in Texas. Wells. How can we, how can we be Texans if we are and not invested not in oil, oil and gas? gas? Yeah. So <laughs> we we're like, why not? Um, and then that was kind of in the middle of when we decided that we were going to start going after commercial multifamily. And that was really after we got our son's diagnosis and we recognized um, just the extent of his medical expenses and single family is awesome, but it is, it's a very, it's very slow to gain any kind of actual cash flow from it. You're pulling equity the whole time, but to actually get a lot of cash flow that's sustainable that you can live from. I mean, dang, if you're leveraging, you're going to have to have 10, maybe even 20 single family homes to really have any kind of cash flow from it. 
and knowing what our son's needs were and that we still have three typical daughters that we're going to have to clothe and do all that girl stuff for, um, <laughs> we were like, oh, buddy, and just saw the scalability behind commercial multifamily. And that's the direction we chose to go in. This is so true. Now, I would love to share, and I I appreciate, I feel even, I'm, I'm confident because of how transparent you are in life. And I really appreciate that. I'm the same way. It's like, well, everything I do is going to help somebody else. It's mm-hmm. that giving, you know, you're, you're, t- I've heard you talk about, you know, your son's medical condition and all right, if we develop this commercial real estate then you actually have a plan behind that, not just to provide right now, but can you tell, you know, the listeners a little bit more about this amazing, um, you know, part of your life that you're developing for your daughters? Yeah. So um, what we would like to eventually be able to do is create a foundation that has like an endowed portion to it so that our daughters never have to worry about paying for Anson's medical bills. They never have to worry about how they're going to pay for anything when it comes to him, because we only want them to have to worry about loving him and not have to worry about any of that other junk. Because at the end of the day, that's what it all is. It's all a bunch of paperwork and bureaucratic junk. (laughs) And so if we can take that away, then all they have to do is love him and maintain the level of care that they've seen him receive while we are here. And so I just, I, I love, love, love the heart behind that. And I mean, recently we were doing, you know, it's that time of year where, you know, the medical insurance world, open enrollment, blah, blah, blah. And you start looking at the costs. I mean, I think, I mean, I, I can't even say we've been to the, to the, you know, we've used our last six years, two times, two times we've used our medical insurance for anything. My son broke his arm, you know, it's like, it was an accident type thing, but you know, we're blessed with health. And so when I look at these medical expenses, just for, for a family of four, where we're healthy and geez, let's just boost that deductible way up sky high. And you're still looking at these numbers. We're again, we don't have any conditions or anything that we're trying to take care of. And I'm looking at the future of medical costs. I absolutely love how you are using investing to care for your family. Yeah, no, when I, um, when I pulled up our 2020, cause we might be a little late doing our taxes. Um, we may have filed all those extensions. <laughs> Um, when I, I have no idea what you're talking about, yeah. people do not do that. <laughs> no, not at all. Nobody but me. Um, but when I pulled up our 22 medical expenses and it said amount you could be responsible for, and I spun all the way down because it was a lot and did just an auto sum, it was mm-hmm. $83,000 in one year. Yeah. And that's yeah. after insurance. And, you know, could, could we get him on a Medicaid waiver? He was, but the, the products that people on a Medicaid waiver get are not the best. And so the diapers leak, the products that you get, just they're not great. And so we purchase all of Anson's diapering supplies and all of his needs there off of Amazon. And I search, I try and find the best pricing I can, but when I have to add those costs into, I mean, we're looking at a hundred thousand dollars a year and Mm -hmm. that's just not sustainable. (laughs) Now, I mean, there's other programs out there, like with, with medications and stuff, you can call 
And a lot of times the pharmaceutical company will give you an amount to help you make it through the year without having to come out of pocket too much. And the part that always gets me is they say, you know, your max out of pocket is blah, blah, blah amount. But (laughs) so much stuff isn't covered. And I don't know that we actually Mm -hmm. paid 83 because you don't realize it when you're paying here and there all throughout the year. Exactly. Right. It it may not have been that high, but I mean, say it was 20, 30, 40,000. That's some people's whole year of income. Mm -hmm. And so I can't, or we can't um, leave a cost like that to anyone without having some kind of plan behind um, how, how anything's going to be cared for. So right. it was more like a have to do kind of thing. And for us, we saw <laughs> multifamily is being the best way to do it. It's interesting because the questions that we ask ourselves are so important, right? So if we're asking that question and the bigger the question and requires more innovation. Now I, this is better put in um, Mike Mikowski's book, um, The Pumpkin Plan. And then he talks about it in his book, Profit First, which you're in the book club. And we talk about this, like you have to have like, anytime you're pushed in max to your limits, you have to become more creative, more innovative. And so you went, fell back on something that you already knew from your family. Hey, we understand real estate. We understand investing. Why don't we leverage that to help our, our family out? I love this because I think a lot of families are actually in similar positions uh, because there are a lot of conditions that aren't even visible to the naked eye. You just see the person, you think they're totally fine. And yet maybe they have a colostomy bag. You have no idea about it. Or maybe they like, you have really no idea about people's medical conditions um, and could be medical, you know, mental, it could be anything. So just finding this way to provide for your family is just like totally blows my mind. And I absolutely love it. And, and we also, you know, we want to also have it out there because Anson's condition is really rare. So like when he was first diagnosed at 19 months, there were 742 cases in the world. In the world. In the world. And so wow. even though we got all these beautiful graphs of these mega gains on his 15th chromosome and this extra copy that was from the 15th, and we've got all of this information, nobody could really tell us anything. And even the geneticist was hesitant about connecting us with another family with the same condition because Anson didn't seem to be affected in the same way. And there is a huge like array of how people are affected, even though they may have the exact same like copy. Um, Mm Because like the condition is 11.3 Q to 13.1 Q on the long arm of the 15th chromosome. All right. So Anson's like 11.19 to 13.3. So he's got a little bit in the front and a little bit in the back extra. And he doesn't have the seizures that some kids with that exact same copy have. Wow. And yeah, he just, he doesn't have, and, you know, (laughs) fingers crossed um, that he doesn't ever have to have those kinds of seizures or those kinds of medications. But the, the reality of the situation is nobody knows. And so by setting up a foundation, hopefully there won't be as many parents that go through that same six, 12 months I did and Jason did of, we researched everything we could get our hands on because nobody could give us answers. And so then it's always a what if playing game. And the first time Anson had a seizure, I was like, well, crap, is this our new life? Mm -hmm. It wasn't, but it was real scary that day. (laughs) Right. 
And so you just, we don't want anyone else to have to go through that. What if? And so our ultimate goal with the foundation is there is one alliance in the U.S. that funds the research, education, and the support to families that are affected by what Anson has, that are affected by Duke15Q. And it is a big deal when we raise $100,000 for that organization. And Jason and I personally want to be able to give $100,000 to that organization every year. And we want Mm -hmm. that to be a piece of what the foundation is doing too. So yes, we want it to be there to help care for Anson. But ultimately, we want it to be there for every family that's affected by the same thing he has, because not getting answers sucks. <laughs> and I think and anyone hard. listening right now has been in that position, or if not for your own health, for someone else's health. And even if we wanted to go higher level or actually just laterally across, anytime you're waiting to hear back on a, I applied for this job or I put an application, you know, I submitted an LOI on this. Anytime we're in that waiting space, it's uncomfortable. And then you amp it up when it is health and it is your child, but this is a heart, this is a heart behind you. And you're a fellow past teacher, just like me, which is like super special. And so I just love that, you know, and, and so you're looking at, okay, how do I care for my own, but how do I carry that further beyond? And I love that. How did you decide to make a transition from education outside of education? So with the Academy Presents, I still get to be a teacher. Um, (laughs) I still get to share information. I still get to fill my teacher heart. I do still teach college. Um, (laughs) So I guess that's really how it made it a lot easier. And it didn't hurt that um, admin was in the pooper, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) We've spoken about that before. That's true. And so you've taken... It's interesting because I think you and I have created some very, some similarities in our platforms. I haven't gone into creating any summits at this point. So I'm like, let me go, can I speak at your summit? (laughs) Um, Which if you haven't been to an REI Rock Summit, you need to go again, spring and fall. They're amazing. And the first day, they're all great, but you, everyone knows I love mindset. So I love that first day with everybody, you know, just diving deep into mindset behind investing and such, but, you know, I mean, being able to use and leverage our past experiences for what we do now, how, what would you say to somebody who is having a hard time connecting that dot where they're saying like, Oh, well, I'm an engineer or, you know, I just manage a local grocery store. I have no idea how my skills translate into real estate. Um, so you don't know what you don't know. And that's the case all the time. And so it's kind of baptism by fire and just do it. Uh, (laughs) Now I will say that had Jason and I not grown up in the families we grew up in when our very first renter was like the renter from, you know, where um, like rent dodge in the middle of the night, left all of the stuff behind. Um, And then we had to like deal with that. We had to get the house. We had to do another make ready. Um, If we hadn't grown up in the families that we did seeing the ups and downs, that would have probably been it. We would have been like, oh my God, this sucks. And we would have turned, (laughs) we would have just sold the house. Um, But we'd seen the ups and downs. And Mm -hmm. so we were, it wasn't a shocker for us. And Mm -hmm. we were like, okay, well, time to find the next one. 
And so we just, we did what we had to do and immediately got the next person in there and we haven't looked back. So you don't know what you don't know. So you just go for it. You just move forward, take the next step. And it's okay to learn along the way. I think that you have to learn along the way. And that's just part of the process, because if you understood the whole process, it'd be, it's absolutely overwhelming. It's a simple process if you understand it, but it's overwhelming initially. And so just going step by step makes it far, far easier. And you can read all the books, you can watch all the pot or listen to all the podcasts, watch all the stuff, but the best experience you're ever going to get is from just doing it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Is there anything else that, cause there, there's so much more. I'm like, there's so many questions that I could ask because you, there's so much, you know, like just amazingness about you, but is there anything else that you'd like, really, as I say, you know what, this is who I am. This is like my favorite part of me. Um, I just like talking and connecting with people. And so unless I am like absolutely bombarded, I will respond to your direct messages on Instagram. I will respond to your messages on Facebook. Um, It may take me a bit, but that's important to me because I want to make sure that I'm connecting to the people that want to connect with me. So I love it. You're a powerhouse connector. You will find Angel in basically every meetup group around because she, and she'll connect you up with other people that you need to be connected with. And I love that. You're just such a giver. Angel, as we wrap this up, what is the number one way for everybody to find you? So the easiest is just to go to our website. So www.theacademypresents.com and there should be our emails there. And then if you want to schedule like a Calendly with myself or my husband, all of that should be there. So fingers crossed that it's working correctly, but it should all be there. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I know technology. I had my tech issues earlier this morning. Oh goodness. Oh gosh. I'm so excited because we're going to continue this conversation throughout the week, but in the next conversations, remember, we're going to be tackling on a powerful mindset shift that changed, you know, Angel's life. We're also going to be diving into what she is consciously pursuing and it always transcends the who, who is where everything begins. That's the Genesis. We got to know who somebody is and what makes them tick. But now we want to hear some of the other influences in her life. So make sure that you come back, that you have, that you're following the podcast so that you, it's automatically at the top of your list when you go to listen um, over the next few days. Until next time, live big, love bigger. If you're embarrassed to answer the question, what are you reading? Or you're looking for a community to read with, the five-week book and networking club is for you. The five-week book and networking club helps readers of all kinds grow, learn, and connect with others in a really meaningful way. There's no commitment. Join the group book by book. If you're the person known for not finishing the books you start, or maybe you're a self-proclaimed slow reader or can't decide which book to read next, join us. I provide a reading schedule broken into five simple days of reading with an average of seven pages a day. Reading is such a powerful way to expand your thinking, understanding, and skill base. And reading with the five-week book and networking club will also build your network and affect your business. In 2021, the five-week book and networking club completed eight books and 40 weeks of reading and networking. Head over to julieholly.com to connect so you don't miss out on the next book.